0: Our scripture this morning comes from the book of Ephesians, chapter 2, verses 19 and 20. And this was our base scripture for our week up in Maine. So then you are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are citizens with the saints and also members of the household of God, built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets with Christ Jesus himself as the cornerstone. This is the word of the Lord. I can remember in 2012 when Pam and I were on our first hunt for our home, and I noticed just how much she knew about home ownership than me. When we would first enter a home, the things that would go through my head is where can I set up the TV and couch for optimal laziness. And oftentimes, when I found the right fit, she would have to talk me down and tell me that there is more to homeownership than where my big screen fit. (laughs) I can remember one instance when she took me outside and walked me around this house that we were looking at. And I noticed her head was down and turned towards the bottom of the house as she meticulously walked around the outside perimeter. And I said, what are you looking at? And she said, I'm looking for cracks and the foundation. My wife went on to give me a good lesson that sometimes cracks in the foundation of a home can become serious issues. And in this past July, I learned how Christ was working through our youth and advisors up in Maine. As the youth and advisors were coming up with a theme for this summer's work camp, we settled on the theme Built to Last. And with that theme would come a double meaning. The youth and advisors alike were heading up to Maine to fortify and fix any troublesome issues for the people in the communities of Damariskata so that their homes can be strong again. One could also say that we were there to fortify and strengthen our own faith foundations in Jesus Christ. What I loved about this week was just how much everyone was excited and ready to serve others. It was refreshing to have a group of youth and young adults come together and not expect anything in return. They simply served, and as they served, they were allowing the Holy Spirit to dwell within them. When we allow the Holy Spirit to dwell within us, we are attending to the troubles of our own faith foundations. By serving others in Maine, I firmly believe that the spirit was working within all of us to shore up our own cracks. This morning you will have the privilege of hearing about their weeks and what the main work camp meant to them for that wonderful week in July.
1: Good morning everyone. My name is Annabella, and I'm a freshman at Elon University in North Carolina. Even though I'm now in college, I've participated in the main board camp trip the past two summers. Both trips were so fun, and I came home with many fun memories and new friends. Everyone there is so welcoming, and truly just wants everyone to have the best time. One of my favorite parts of the trip which returned to its old format last year, is to dinner with the Mainers. During this event, a group of youth and advisors go to a member of the community's house and have dinner with them. This year, I went to this kind woman named Judy's house, who is the organist of the local church we attend while in Maine. In addition to making us a delicious meal, Judy spent plenty of time talking with each person about their individual interests. These included travel, music, and sewing. We also got to see the most amazing sunset from her balcony. Another fun part of work camp is the work sites. Yes, they are a lot of hard work, but you also get to spend the whole day hanging out and talking with your friends. I've gotten the closest to some of the people at work camp just because I was on a work site with them and got spent spend the whole day talking as we worked and just getting to know each other better. During a lot of my sites this year, we also played music while we worked, making them even more fun. The large group is another amazing part of work camp. In large group, we sing a variety of songs together and no one cares about how good you are. We just have fun singing together after a very long work day. We also get to celebrate each other's accomplishments on the job sites that day and see how everyone else's day was. Another great thing about this year's war camp is that I got to attend it with my mom and sister. My mom Beth, went to the war camp when she was in high school. It's always been cool hearing her stories about, it, about what it was like back then. So experiencing it with her both this year and last year was really special. This year having my sister Rachel there was also an amazing experience because it was her first war camp. I got to show her the ropes, but I also got to see how she discovered it and its magic on her own. The war camp is an amazing experience that I'm so thankful I was able to attend and encourage everyone who is able to attend who is able to attend as well, as a youth or as an advisor. Thank you.
2: Hi, everybody. My name is Lily Freiling. Um I'm from Nashville, Tennessee, and over the summer, I got to attend Main Work Camp with my cousin. Um, I've always grown up hearing about Main Work Camp from both my dad, who went as a youth and an advisor, and from my grandparents, who are both members at BRPC. Um, I really loved getting to experience um, serving others um, and nature at the same time, because I think that it really goes well together, and I think it also helped really build my relationship with God. Um, I also really enjoyed learning how to use different tools. Um, I now know how to use a drill, which I think is you know pretty cool. Um, I have made so many friends. I still keep in touch with a lot of those people to this day, and I always love getting to hear from all of my New Jersey friends. Um, I really had fun exploring nature in Maine. It's so beautiful up there, um, and there's nothing like it. Um, and just overall the entire experience was truly magical and i really enjoyed it so yeah have a good rest of your
3: day
4: good morning my name is rachel biondo and i'm a sophomore at ridge high school this past year in the church has been very important for me as i've become a lot more involved and been brought closer to god this year, I've gone to many more services, youth group meetings, participate in services by reading scripture and at Youth Sunday. But I was also confirmed this year, my favorite um, church memory was my first high school work camp. Although this was my first work camp, I've heard many things about the trip because my mom went when she was in high school and my older sister went. And I've heard many other stories from Kathy and other kids in the church older than me. <coughs> because of all that, I thought I knew what to expect when I first got on the bus to me. I thought we would sing songs, go to work sites, swim in the pond, which we all did, but no story that is told to you about WorkCamp can help you comprehend the true magic of WorkCamp. I tried to write it out in this speech, but it's hard to put into words, so I strongly recommend that if you're thinking about going as a youth or advisor, that you do it and get to experience it yourself. Many people I talked to before my first trip tried to explain it to me. My mom had called it a life-changing experience, and so did Dennis and anyone else in the church who was gone. But to be honest, I didn't really believe them that the trip could be that the trip could change my life. I mean, there were a few times early in the week, like finishing a work site, singing and laughing with friends, and insightful small group discussions, that I thought maybe this is the thing they're talking about. But it wasn't until the last night of work camp when I really understood the feeling. The last night was very bittersweet. We were all proud of the work we'd done and the friendships we'd built, but we were all very sad to leave Maine. Um, the last night is when the seniors read their vespers, which kind of like a speech summing up their four years at work camp. And as all the seniors were speaking about how much work camp meant to them and how it impacted their life and all the amazing memories they made over the years, I thought back onto the week that I had and all the amazing moments, and I was honestly frustrated that in the moment, I didn't realize how incredible the experience was, and I was, as I was looking back on it, I really appreciated it. And then I thought about leaving, and I felt like tears started to roll down my face, and I was so confused. Like, I was asking myself, why am I crying? This whole week, I've been wishing to go back to sleep in my own bed, to use a shower, brush my teeth at a sink with not with hose water, and wow. <laughs> um, eat a home cooked meal. But now that I had made it to the last night, I didn't want to leave at all, and. I was crying and hugging all my WordCamp friends, some old friends I've known my whole life, some people from across the country that I didn't know until the past week and gotten so close to, and some people that I thought I knew before going to WordCamp, but once I was with them, I found this whole new cool side to them, and I realized that that was the feeling that everyone was talking about, the magical, life-changing feeling. And as I was reflecting on my WordCamp experience to write this, I was so filled with gratitude that I'm lucky enough to go to an amazing WordCamp and with a very loving, church families, so there are a few people that I want to thank. First off, I want to thank Toby, because I know how scary it must be to step into a place with so much tradition and have to be a leader, especially like with a few bumps in the road that we had. But you really made me feel safe through everything, and I can't wait for future work camps. And I would like to thank my mom. Um, thank you so much for not just all the work you spent in the kitchen preparing the meals, but there are many of my friends who said they see you as like, a mother figure to them at work camp. And I'm so grateful that you aren't just my work camp mom, but my actual mom. And I'd like to thank every single advisor and carpenter for stepping into doing this. The experience wouldn't be the same without you. And all the organizations that we work for, like CHIP and Stepping Stones, we only worked for a week, but all those people that own the organizations, it's like their whole life. And I mean, we have a tradition um, called Dinner with the Mainers that my sister talked about. But we go to someone's house and they give us dinner. And I was lucky enough to go to someone's house who organized Steps, Stepping Stones, which is an organization where they house homeless people and give them a place to stay, and they told me their stories and gave me a whole new appreciation for volunteer work and giving back to others. I'd also like to thank people that we were able to help on the work sites, like fix their trailer or their steps or something else in their house because I know how hard it can be to ask for help, but we were so happy to do this for you. And lastly, I would like to thank anyone in the congregation who donated anything at our Super Sunday or car wash um, this trip would not happen with you, and I'm so blessed to say I go at this church. Thank you.:
5: Hello, my name is Miles Freiling, and I went to the main work camp for the first time this summer. After hearing about it for years and years from my dad and uncle about how amazing it is, because you know, they went a million to two years ago, I really, really enjoyed it. It was uh, something I never expected when they first told me, oh, you're going to go to a camp in New Jersey with your cousin. I was like, that's awesome. I love my cousin, and it's going to be a fun time. And, you know, it's a church camp. It, it, could be, it could be a new experience. And then a month later, my dad went up to me and gave me knee pads. And I said, why am I going to need knee pads for a church camp? It's like Bible <laughs> camp, right? He's like, no, you're going to build a house you're going to build a deck, and you're going you're gonna to demolish a skirt to a trailer. And I laughed straight in his face and said, I, there's no way I'm going to go through with this. And then he showed me the plane ticket that he just bought me. <laughs> kind of sealing the deal on this whole main camp thing. So I got there, freaked out. And same as my cousin, obviously. Lily Freiling was very freaked out as well. And we... Got there the first night and instantly fell in love with the whole program and all these wonderful people there who are just so stinking nice. It felt like, it felt too good to be true. I met some people there who I will never forget about, made some new friends who I'll never forget about, did a lot of things that I'll never forget about, like building and (laughs) staying up late and playing with marshmallows and whipped cream and having a fun time. It was just a blast. I am so excited to go again next year. I thank all of the people who were a part of it. It was truly an amazing service that we did. And I can't wait to see you guys again next year. Yay!
6: (laughs) Hello, my name is Teresa Jones and I'm a senior at Ridge High School. After coming home last year from my first ever work camp in Maine, I thought to myself, it couldn't get any better, this week was amazing, how could anything else top it? I had done all the classic Maine things, I had connected with my peers, I got to help homeowners, I based in the pond, and I even had dinner at the Mainers' home. However, this year topped all of that in ways I never could have imagined. When I went to dinner with the Mainers this year, I was mostly excited because I had been assigned to the house that would have vegan enchiladas. I was very excited. When we first arrived, my prayer partner, Miles, started chatting with our hostess, Judy. They had a lot in common as Miles plays the saxophone and Judy is the organist at the church we had gone to on Sunday. I had mentally decided that Miles would be the only one to have a story to come back with of connecting with a Mainer. After we finished our delicious enchiladas, we moved to the back porch to admire the sunset. Judy then gave us a tour of her beautiful home. Along the way, I noticed a few very nice quilts. When we returned to the kitchen, I asked Judy if she liked to quilt. She started showing me pictures of the quilt she had previously made, which turned into her sharing about her global travels and grandchildren. We even talked about our shared fascination with the Panama Canal. We sat down, and the next thing I knew, it was a half hour later, and it was time to head back to the boat shop. On the ride back, I thought about how lucky I was to have connected with Judy. I realized that this is what Maine is all about, connections. Every single person comes back from Maine with the story of a new experience or friendship they never would have otherwise had. Our theme this year was built to last. Not only are the physical improvements we make on homes built to last, but so are the connections made at work camp with each other, those we serve and with God. A great example of connection happened on Thursday night. We learned that one of our advisors had tested positive for COVID. No one knew what was going to happen and we had so many questions. Would we still go to work sites on Friday? What if more people were positive? What would happen with senior Vespers? In this time of confusion and chaos, I knew that we were going to make it through it together as a team. When we got back to the East Allen Street parking lot late on Saturday night, Everyone worked together to unload the bus. Even when we were all tired and just wanted to go home and shower, everyone pitched in. Now, whenever I see any of my friends from work camp in the hallways at school, I'm brought back to this time. I know that if I ever needed anything, they would be there and vice versa. I'm so thankful for this experience and for the opportunity to form these connections. I thank each one of you for your your continued support of our main work camps, and I look forward to the ones to come.
3: Good morning, (laughs) Um, I'm Kat Tharp, Uh, I'm from Bridgewater uh, and I currently teach Scenic Construction at NYU uh, and in the past I've worked with Habitat for Humanity. Um, This was my fifth work camp year uh, and I took care of the worksite planning. I went up to Maine in May and spent three days meeting with folks to see what they needed help with and whether uh, it would be a good match for our group. Later, during advance crew, uh, with the help of uh, my carpentry team, um, I finalized lumber orders and deliveries, um, found places to borrow pop-up tents, ladders, and other things. Um, And then, during work camp, I went around from site to site, making sure everything was going okay and adjusting our plans as needed. I feel so fortunate to have had this opportunity to be part of this wonderful, unique tradition of partnership between BRPC the Carpenter's Boat Shop, Chip, and now Stepping Stones, and to work with all the incredible people, uh, both here and up in Maine. Um, I've got some outdoorsy friends uh, who like to say that chopping wood warms you twice. Uh, Once when you're chopping it, and then again when you're sitting in front of the fire. Uh, For me, volunteering with our Maine work camp is like that too, but unlike with firewood, where the benefits are pretty much over when the fire dies down, What we do in Maine touches a perhaps surprisingly wide network of people uh, and that goes down through the years. Um, It's easy to see the tangible things we're able to do for the truly lovely partner families that Chip and Stepping Stones put us together with. Uh, We worked at 16 sites this summer, Uh, just a few examples from Marilyn Simmons, an older senior with mild dementia, whose adult children are doing everything they can to keep her in her home. We installed insulation under her floorboards and on her basement crawl space door to help keep her older home a bit warmer in the winter. At Don Campbell, uh, Don Campbell manages a convenience store about an hour away from her house and often works long shifts seven days a week. Uh, we replaced the rotted and unsafe main stairs, landing and stair railing for her family's home. Buddy Davis, a very shy, sweet senior man on a fixed income, worked alongside our volunteers as much as he could and often spoke of how much he appreciated the help repairing his skirting and stair. Um, But in many ways, uh, the impact we have on our partner families is just the beginning. Um, It's also the opportunity that everyone doing the work has to put our faith into action. Um, And then there's the broadly applicable tool and construction skills that we're teaching to both our young and older volunteers, the friendships that are formed, the benefits to the wider community around the boat shop, ship, and stepping stones, plus the I don't know how to describe it other than bonding magic that seems to take place when a group goes through a week of living outside their comfort zone with improvised bathing, no air conditioning in July, (laughs) plenty of singing and casseroles. Um, Whatever it is, it has brought people back to the main work camp year after year, even through and after a pandemic. And I am so grateful to be able to be a part of it.